After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are going to talk about TV commercials today. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Call now and you'll receive this special video about Michael Landon. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Vives. Hi, Andrew. I'm glad you thought that was funny, too, when I played it for you earlier. I, I don't know why... I don't know why. I think just that makes deco- me chuckle. out of context, you just don't know where he's going to land. About could be anything, and then it's Michael a special Landon. Special deal. Call now, and you'll receive this special video about Michael Landon. I feel like it's this special video about <laughs> Michael Landon. It's not like this documentary. It's just like it's so. It just lays there as far as copy is concerned. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That was from an old commercial I found from, I believe, uh, the early to mid-90s um, for a Time Life Little House on the Prairie video cassette series you right. could buy. They were like four ninety nine per cassette or something. But if you called now, I don't know if you caught this part. But and now get- being... 25 years ago yeah exactly yeah. not not now now but if you called call then to get this special yeah. video about michael landon any hoozles that's not what we're here to talk about today we are here to talk about house calls house calls service calls yes what got you on this um i was actually pursuing another sort of theme for a possible show um and this is as often happens. The pre-roll got me. The pre-roll on YouTube, uh, which is a commercial huh. uh, before whatever you know commercial I'm trying to look at runs, made me laugh really hard. And it was about uh, it was the scene was a guy talking to his plumber, you know, sitting down on mm-hmm. the floor in his kitchen by the sink where plumbers uh, where plumbers do their plumbing typically in commercials. And I thought, I bet you there's a good crop of commercials where someone uses the idea of a service call like an electrician Mm -hmm. or a contractor or cable guy Mm -hmm. or whatever um, to make a point about some totally unrelated product or service Mm -hmm. so today's show is all about uh, that scenario you have a a service person making a call and uh, and how that scenario is mined for marketing greatness but of course, we're not talking about actual commercials yes. for actual plumbing services because right. I had mentioned when you said this to me, I was like, "Oh, well, we gotta, I guess, use those janky ass commercials for like Beacon Plumbing here locally, yeah. or a Seahawk. Is it Bobby Wagner now? Now, I, now, I, I don't know who it is God, now. Was it, did they choose? Did they go to Bobby Wagner? I forget who they went, but famously, it was Marshawn Lynch for years and years. Yeah, showing up at people's houses, and he's to still help on them. their billboards and stuff. I just yeah. passed one the other day. Um, but yeah, no, that's a little bit that's a little bit too easy and it's a little like bit a too device. You too want on this as nose. a device to sell other things. Yeah, I mean there okay. are there are umpteen million commercials for um, anything from pest control to plumbing to you know HVAC repair or whatever. Yeah. But like that's not what I'm interested. in. I'm interested in it as a as a plot device. Plus, we are as always going to check in with the ad council at the end of the show or near the end of the show. And um, I saw I haven't clicked on. The audio yet, but it looks like we have a listener who says there are two companies that are using very, very similar, if not the same, Sonic branding. Yeah, and that like, is 
That's going to be confusing. Well, it is. It's it, They've had a good year, this listener, and I'm excited to play the two different Sonic brands so we can compare them. Side by side. Okay, let's start by talking about house calls. So this first one, this is the one that you stumbled on today that you saw for the first time. Do I have that right? That's right. It's for a company called Constant Contact, which you've probably heard of. They're one of those customer resource, um, customer management services or, or programs or whatever, kind of the kind of software that helps you manage all your customers and all their needs and schedules they, and everything. They often uh, were underwriters on NPR, I, I mean, see. I think for a long time now. And there was something about the name Constant Contact that I always thought, I always thought it was a pretty bad name for, for a company. I mean, I guess it's like, I, I could be totally wrong about this because it does describe what they do. It's so that you can stay in contact with your customers and, you know, yeah. whoever you need to stay in contact with. But there's something about constant contact <laughs> that just sounds so negative to me. Relentless yeah. feedback. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, this is a good commercial. This is. And I. this is one that they're doing a whole campaign. So if you've been on YouTube recently, you may have seen these as well. They're pretty... Uh, pretty ubiquitous. Almost every YouTube video I looked at today started with a pre-roll of one of these. And and in each Mm. case, they show somebody who has a customer or a customer base and constant contact is enabling them to have like a a more, the the client mistakes their constant contact Mm -hmm. for an actual relationship. That's kind of the, the running joke in all of these. In this one, I think it's really, it's really one of the best ones. We have a man sitting on his kitchen floor um, being interviewed about his relationship with his plumber, and it's kind of framed like a, like an an interview for maybe like a little, little you know puff piece or something about their strong, their unusually strong relationship between client and plumber. But the plumber just wants to explain that like no no it's just I just have this tool constant contact and I think um, the first voice we will hear is the actual customer and we should we should mention here like the customer is a he's like a white guy uh, younger than middle age right maybe in yeah. his 30s or something um, kind of in his pajamas and robe and um, he and the plumber are both sitting on the bathroom floor while the plumber is clearly like sort of working on something under the bathroom sink uh, in between answering questions for this interview. So what's the secret? How have you guys made it work so long? Um, we have a deep, almost spiritual connection. I'm his plumber. It's like he knew my water heater needed a tune-up before I even asked. Like he's reading my mind. That's not mind reading. That's just automated email reminders through constant contact that I send out to all my clients. Wait, how many clients do you have? Well, I mean, I have a couple others. (sighs) (laughs) I love the pacing that they let that breathe. I love the, the, the physical acting is pretty good too. Even though they're both just sitting on the, on the ground together when the um, customer says, wait, how many other customers do you have? He kind of gives them this this up and down look. There's so much hurt in yeah. his face to be hearing this news. It's a really funny premise, and I love. I think they have really good performances. They're like surprisingly subtle for this. Yeah, you know, uh, I can't. I don't know how much money they spent. Obviously, some, but it's a, it's a really well done campaign. Yeah, great editing, great writing. Yeah, really great funny. Performance. I love yeah. it. Awesome. I it really. You said that this is part of a, a, a campaign. Like it really makes me want to watch the others. Yeah, just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, exactly. They're they're great. 
So another one that occurred to me when I started thinking about this as an idea um, is one that we've talked a little bit about before. We've talked, of course, about progressives, Dr. Rick, becoming your parents. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's become just a huge, you know, like incredibly... uh, incredibly complex and and multi multifarious campaign uh, around this one doctor who's helping all these uh, young middle-aged people try not to become like their elderly parents mm-hmm. and do typical parent things so in one of them we've talked about before it's sort of a montage of different parental behaviors including a guy who is trying to overmanage the plumber who's in his house doing mm-hmm. his job, trying to act like he knows what's going on or like he has any sen- any idea at all about how to do the plumbing just to feel useful or important or, or knowledgeable or something. It's just like a quick cut in a montage. Doesn't he say something like, isn't he like suggesting to the plumber what tool he should right, use? that and, kind of thing. And then I think Dr. Rick says something like, he's here to help you. You hired him. You hired him, yeah. right, okay. So it's, it's that... It's that little skit that little vignette but it's expanded so this is Uh this whole ad is just that interaction with between this uh progressive customer and his plumber and dr rick is standing aside standing next to him in the kitchen trying to trying to redirect this guy from over managing his plumber oh i'm really excited to see this i have i haven't heard this one yet and i've only seen that little clip in the montage so here we go steve is it the u joint okay tom we talked about this remember you hired him you're not his assistant. It happens to all of us. We buy a new home and we turn into our parents. Probably need a uh, pair of locking pliers at some point, I would imagine. Tommy's got his own toolbox right here. Okay. All right. Loud and clear. It's tough, but it's baby steps. Maybe we should try the 10-foot rule. Let's take a step back. So you need a tape measure? Nope. Let me nope. go to the garage. Nope. Progressive can't protect you from becoming your parents, <laughs> but we can protect your home and auto when you bundle with us. Got some vice grips if you need them. He doesn't. <laughs> so give, give this a second, because Dr. Rick's going to... Um, kind of ad, ad, like uh, advertise or like promote more of these videos and there's a little tag onto this okay. one. Well, those steel-toed boots? That's smart in case you were to drop something on your... See? I'm just... Just throw a fact out there that nobody asked for. <laughs> I will say, having somebody in your house to work on something, unless it's like a long-term project and they're showing up every single day or something, but like to come over and fix something for... Right. I don't know, between an hour and three hours is honestly some of the most awkward moments you can have. Yes, agreed. Our landlord used to come over every now and then. Oh, God, yeah, that was so awkward. And by the time our landlord would come over, I would have already have tried a bunch of things or maybe like we had dishwasher issues or what everybody trusted me sort of. So I would usually take the first swipe at things. So then I'm kind of, hey, I'm over, you know, I'm in over my head here Steve come on over and take a look at this thing and so it was almost like we were collaborating on things but I wasn't I got the impression he wanted me to but I didn't want to be this guy I literally did not want to be this guy and so you're like you're always like okay I'll be in the other room like if you need anything I can hear you just shout you know do I hover do you want me to hover (laughs) am I hovering too close is the 10 foot rule good Yeah. do you need me to rub your shoulders while you're doing that we had a plumber remember when we had a plumber come out to our house in Wallingford because this oh my God, everything yeah. went that house was in such poor condition. That's right. And like the sink below in the apartment either above, above. or below us, I guess above us, somehow like someone had done just the world's jankiest job of plumbing and something got backed up and there was nowhere for the water to go from upstairs except into our sink. Into our sink and then also they discovered that 
Oh, yeah, that's right. And then it was flooding the apartment below us because there was an uncapped pipe yeah. that was just in our wall somewhere because somebody just didn't cap a pipe. And so this clog led to water coming up in our sink, but then also up through this pipe that was in the wall and then just out into yeah, that, the wall that, that just poured down That if normal functioning, would never, yeah. the water would never have backed up that far, but with a clog... It backs up to this open pipe. But we had a really, really cheap landlord. Yeah. And so, and property manager, because the landlord was cheap, but then this was like her her nephew or something who was the guy we were in contact with, not constant contact, just (laughs) casual contact with. Um, And then, but he was so cheap and they didn't want any investment, but he also, for reasons that I'm still not entirely clear of, but was a stated mission of his. He never wanted to set foot on our property. He had never seen the property before. Yeah, He'd be like, I'm just so here helping bizarre. my aunt. I'm here helping my aunt. I don't want to, like, I just don't want to get involved. But then, like, the plumber's kind of like, saying bro, what needs you're to involved. be done. Yeah, you're, you are the definition of involved. Yeah. Here. Like. All you're doing is hurting all parties by yeah. not being, except yeah, no, you're, all you're doing is hurting all parties by having no knowledge of this situation. And the plumber's like, the plumber's a very reasonable guy. I remember him yes. now. And he's like talking to us like, well, you need to do this thing, but he's not going to do this thing. And it yeah. was like, it was infuriating. Yeah. It was weird. I really like that plumber, though. I forgot about all that. Yeah, plumber's nice a nice guy. I hope he's doing okay. I hope he's doing okay. I'm sure in this economy, he is doing fine. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I feel like service people right now are in high demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking of service people, perhaps one who is not in such high demand, um, you may remember this from a Super Bowl a couple years ago, or maybe just this last year. I think this is last year, yeah. Um, Jim Carrey reprised his role as the cable guy, a movie I have never seen, and honestly- Have no desire to see. Have no desire to see. Someone would really have to make the case to me that it's important for me to see it. Um, He is- This is a a commercial for- um, Oh, let's see. Verizon, which they tried to, they were selling this like 5G uh, technology where you didn't have to have like cable, actual cable coming into your home. It's just like some plug and play uh, wireless box that you plug in. And uh, the the woman who he's playing opposite here is actually an actor who I've seen in various things. She's in that, um, she was in that like anthology show, uh, Miracle Workers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But anyway. Fascinating. Looks like her name is Blake Young Fountain. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I I wouldn't have known. No, I'm sorry. That's a that's a different character in this. I was just reading off of this um, website. That's a, a guy in a light blue sweater. Is Blake okay. Young well, that's not her then. I don't know what her name is. Um, I could look it up. But anyway, she is the homeowner or apartment dweller in this situation, and Jim Carrey arrives as in character as the cable guy trying to install cable in her house, and she has to set him straight that she doesn't need anyone to install a bunch of cable because she's got this super like easy solution cable guy no thanks i don't need cable i have verizon 5g internet never heard of it 5g ultra wideband it's way better i see so somehow your home is connected to verizon's ultra fast 5g network wirelessly without miles and miles of this mm-hmm, yeah right mm-hmm, yeah right wait can I see it? Sure. Whoa. They must have locked you into quite a contract. Nope. Hidden fees? I love Nope. Those. Price is the price. Got one at my shop, too. Runs my business. This may be illegal. I'm going to need to know who installed this. Me. It's plug and play. But you can have Verizon install it. Nice man. Reception's good. 
But I'll come back tomorrow and double check. No, 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 no I don't think no, we need no, you to no, come. No, 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 no. Cable guy! Then he's knocking on somebody else's apartment door. I think I speak for all of us when I say uh, that commercial is smoking. <laughs> Oh, God. God, I hate Jim Carrey so much. Do you really hate Jim Carrey? I do. I mean, I love, I mean, it's funny because I do love um, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. But like, the idea of the cable guy, I hate this character. Again, I've never seen the movie, have no desire to. The I, mean, I believe he is. A, I haven't seen it, but my understanding is he's something of an anti-hero. Ah, in the cable guy. Yes. Everybody always says, yeah, it's a dark movie you'd like it. It's got Janine Garofalo, but I've seen that scene. Yeah. Um, so I'm good. You're good. I just, yeah. I mean, again, like when he did serious stuff again, Eternal, uh, Eternal Sunshine is a great movie and he does a good job in that. But then I even think the Truman Show, uh, the Truman Show is okay. okay. Yeah. I probably need to see that again, but you're right. It's probably okay. But then, but then even him as a person, isn't he kind of a, I don't want to cast aspersions here and get sued. What if they take our whole, what if they take our entire after these messages bank account? Um, <laughs> oh, no. But, oh, no. We got to get one. We got to, first gotta we got to incorporate one. and then we got to yeah. get a bank account. But doesn't he have some pretty bad ideas about vaccines? Well, you're, you or... may be confusing him with his erstwhile, uh, I don't know if, I don't think they were ever married, but erstwhile partner, uh, Jenny McCarthy. Oh, okay. Who, was and I think to some degree still is. I think she's what she probably would describe herself as a, you know, vaccine hesitant or vaccine yeah. skeptic or whatever. Um, these people always have some like nuance to their anti-vaccine like position. That's like, well, I'm just saying like let's ask the questions or whatever. Um, and I think he like he like kind of co-signed some of that bullshit mm-hmm. with her at some point. I don't think that's his going to be his big legacy. Like I I don't think he like went whole hog on on being anti-vax um is and this I, for i'm looking reading something here from cheatsheet.com which you know sure. sure why not actually i do find myself for whatever reason cheat sheet has been coming up high on my google results when i've looked oh, up really? like celebrity gossip stuff lately it says for years carrie opposed vaccines the actor mostly kept his life private before dating his ex-partner jenny mccarthy when the two began seeing each other in 2005 he adopted a more outspoken personality on that so i i and i, I think he's also just like a wackadoo yeah he didn't he famously write himself a million dollar check when he was a nobody and then so he you know, cashed it one day when he was somebody. Oh, I didn't know that. So I do think that to some degree to become as famous and successful as he obviously has, I'm not saying everyone who becomes famous and successful is a, is a whack job, but like it probably helps. <laughs> you don't have to be a whack job to work here, but it helps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like a lot of whack, I'm not saying that every whack job becomes successful, right. but I think some of the people who become successful, the whack jobbedness of their personality was uh, actually pretty helpful. Well, it makes me appreciate the the actors who are not yes. super wacky because of that, right? Your Mark's or, or Ruffalo. Or this, yes, exactly. Or that they don't think they need like special treatment or their art is so yeah. is is so beyond anybody else's talent that they must have all these special provisions to do it. I you agree. Know? I, yeah. I don't like God this. bless you if you're a celebrity who's yeah. out there just like being a, a Paul Rudd or whoever, oh, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I told you our friend ran into him at a party. And he was like, I know. Absolutely. I'm... He said he's as cool. He's as sweet and cool as uh, you you think he would I've be. I've literally never heard anything but yeah, yeah. that about Paul Rudd. If, if that guy has some secret, crazy, cocaine, tootin' hooker 
having life it is a he's excellent at keeping it under wraps and frankly even that uh, if you're yeah just cocaine, cocaine and hookers like i can roll with that <laughs> yeah right exactly as long as you're not hurting anybody yeah why not? yeah all right well this next one is another cable guy one and it's very quick i just kind of included it because cable cable guy examples were in short supply this one is just baffling to me it's for a nerf product which is a sp- and it's pretty old now i think it's probably I don't know. Here, there's a date on this. It like, says 2017. 2017. So, you know, it's a five-year-old commercial. It's for something called Nerf Zombie Strike, which is a like a Nerf, um, I guess, crossbow style weapon. Mm. And it has like individual arrows that it shoots. And it's specifically for zombie themed warfare. Okay. And for, so already you have a lot going on here, yeah, right? Yeah, I like, just use it for nerf hunting myself. Just regular nerf bow hunting. I'm a exactly. nerf bow hunter. Exactly. When you're, you know, shooting nerf deer. Yeah, right. Or nerf rabbits or Ex- whatever. Exactly. When they outlaw nerf crossbows, only outlaws will have nerf <laughs> crossbows. Exactly. So these, these teens are, and they're pretty old to be playing with nerf guns, in my humble opinion. Um, but they're out there like trying to fight off the zombie apocalypse and they say the cable guys are here and we we see outside the window and the cable guys are zo- are zombie cable guys. But they're still sort of trying to be cable guys, you know, OK, you know how zombies sometimes in like the dorkier, sillier, zombier uh, movies will be like, yeah, I think Day of the Dead taught us, doing their or was own. it Dawn of the Dead, the original that taught us that they will return to they, they what return they to what know, they know, like exactly. going to a mall in Pittsburgh, maybe precisely. So they return to what they know. They're just trying to fix the cable, but then these teens get their nerf zombies. So it's it goes by like instantly. I think it's fifteen seconds, okay. if that. Um, I just thought it was a really funny concept. Like so much, like. So much like scenario is packed into these fifteen seconds to shoot a little, a little rubber arrow at somebody. Oh, I see. And these are like really animated, goofy looking, like nothing, not realistic at all. Yeah, they all look. They looking. look like ghosts from Ghostbusters. Sort I thought of. we were gonna have just like some actors who were just kind of like shuffling around, but no, you described it perfectly. Like this is the same kind of production or animation that Slimer would be right. in a Ghostbusters. Okay, so we have these two. To kids, do we call them kids? I'm 45. I can yeah, call them kids. kids. Yeah. Like, Looks like the cable guys are here, and I got just the thing for them: the dreadbolt, blast whistling arrows, long range, so they'll never see it coming. This is how we play: nerf zombie strike dreadbolt with five zombie eliminating arrows. It's a dreadbolt. A dreadbolt. And I believe you said that. <laughs> um, I haven't played with a nerf thing in a long time. It kind of makes Nerf's me gotten, want one. Nerf. It does kind of make me want one because nerf. Uh, Nerf weapons have gotten extremely complex. Yeah, this one might be a little bit too complex for me, but we should get. Do you think we should get some Nerf guns in this house? And like, when we annoy each other, we just like kind of bop each other with a Nerf gun. Um, maybe like. What if I pistol whip you with a Nerf gun? (laughs) The the gun itself is plastic, so that's gonna hurt. So that's not in the spirit. That's really not in the spirit of Nerf gun warfare. Don't go Sonny Corleone on anybody. Yeah, that's really against the Nerf Geneva conventions. Hey, hey! We don't usually let our kids play with guns, but we got them a Nerf gun, and then you cut to the kids. Just and they're just wailing on each other with the hard part of the of the gun. I love that. Uh, anyway, um, that is the kind of parents we would probably be. I don't think so. I don't think we'd be uh, parents that would uh, do anything that would encourage violence. 
I don't know. I would probably be whatever. The li- <laughs> what, what is the lazy? Okay, what's it. the laziest kind of parent there is? Because that's the kind of parent I would be. I would have. I would have kids that I'd put to work in the yard all day. Probably. <laughs> um, this next one is for Zebra Insurance, uh, which I think is we've maybe talked about a commercial for Zebra too. So specific. Like I understand you have a zebra, you want to insure it, but like. <laughs> It's just like yeah. so specific. I mean, but if you have a zebra, where else are you going to go? You need zebra insurance. You definitely need zebra insurance. It's funny. You were saying zebra insurance. I call it zebra insurance. <laughs> um, so the premise here is um, that this plumber has been called to all these houses and he's experiencing like a weird phenomenon uh, over and over again at houses, which is that money is like dollars and coins are like bubbling up from the drains that he's uh he's trying to unclog oh, okay that's a nice problem to have been getting a lot of calls like this lately Two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. 300 400 i can't even tell how much is clogged in there that's a lot of cash and then they the zebra say, compares the top insurance company. There's a little text that says stop. stop stop flushing money down the drain. Right. Which I think is a fun like it's a fun joke. It is a fun joke. And boy, it really makes you want money, doesn't it? Just seeing all this money. <laughs> I'm really It just I, makes you want money. It just really makes you want a toilet filled with money. You got right. you got um you got uh the first scene has like chains shooting up from the kitchen sink. You see a bathtub that just has hundred dollar bills stuck in the drain so yeah so it's like don't flush money down the drain uh i think it's probably for something like it's like i don't know if that's home insurance but it might be like a home warranty kind of insurance you would think for that kind of stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like plumbing um but i like the plumber's performance in that he's yeah just, good job he's very like just sort of like rueful disappointed in people for throwing so much money down the drain and making him clean it out mm-hmm. yeah you would think that he would be happier yeah i don't know if you if you uh, there reminds me of a, a. I guess you can't keep it. Yeah, I don't know if you can keep it. I'm. I always think. I always think of this story, and I now have forgotten. Is years and years ago, someone told me this story about their grandfather who was a, a car mechanic, and a person brought their, the they had bought a used car to the mechanic to her this my friend's grandfather, and said like the seat won't properly like recline and and move forward okay. like something was wrong with the reclining mechanism of this seat. So the grandfather like gets in there and takes, you know, takes a look, finds a huge rolled up stack of 20s. Holy shit. Um, or was it hundreds? Anyway, it was a big fat wad of money. And that was what was preventing the seat from properly reclining. Oh, my God. And instead of keeping it, he gave the wad of money back to the car owner. Well, that's the right thing to do. This is what's, I mean, sure. I, I understand it's the, the right tem- thing to do. I but it, it would have been so easy to say it was a... Yeah, it was a who's he what's it, and, and I removed it, money. and uh, you're good now. But the person just peeled the greasiest uh, bill off the top and gave it to him. He well, said because he said no charge. He was like it was an easy fix, you know. Yeah, but okay. Um, so that's nice. But then also, did the person seem surprised? I mean, I know this isn't your story. By the way, is this Jessica's story? It sounds like a Jessica story. I don't think it was Jessica's okay. grandfather. You didn't remember who it was. No. Um, but I just wondered, like, was this person like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's where I left my big wad of bills. No, no. They had just bought this used car. Oh, I see. They so had, oh, right, they were, right, right. They had no, it was left so there So they must by... have been super excited yes, about it. indeed. Yeah. I mean, that's the best, right? I mean, you take your 
car or anything into a mechanic and you're hoping that it's not going to be too expensive right. not you at, at no point are you thinking i'm going to make money off of I'm this i'm going to make a whole bunch of money off of this wow now the que- i think a more okay you're right the temptation could be to keep it but morally speaking ethically speaking legally speaking it's clear cut like yeah it's the person's you, you money you give it back i do think there's a, a potential moral gray area of does the new car owner is there a, is there any they have is any there any moral to obligation it? to tell the people they bought the car from i'll tell you what i wouldn't i don't give a shit i want to find money did you know you know my biggest well, dream is to I'm, find money i know right? your biggest dream is to find money my friend tony found a bat when he was a kid like a teenager him and um Dylan, I think no, it wasn't Dylan. It was somebody else found a bag in Canton in a parking lot. Like I wasn't allowed to, you know. I grew up in the country. I didn't have anywhere to go. Meanwhile, Tony moves to Canton. He's like riding his bicycle around Seven Eleven parking lots and kicking bags and finding money. Everything How much money was that, it? I think it was a hundo. Oh, I checked wow. with him recently. I'm like, do I have this story right? And it wasn't Dylan. I can't remember the other kid, but like. I checked with Tony recently. He's like, yeah, you got it right. It was $100. And I think he ended up giving 50 of it to his sister for some reason. She was needed it. I don't know. Anyway, um, ever since he told me that story back in like 1991, I just every time I see a bag uh, on the ground in a parking lot, I just wonder, like, is that my money? And should I kick this bag and just see if there's money in it? Um, so in that. So given your your long expressed uh, and strongly held desire to find money. Yes. Um, well, where do you want to be in 20 years? I want to find some I money. I want to find some money. You, you're the mechanic in this story. You find the money. You know that it would be absolutely, you would absolutely get away. They, The person, do, you know the whole, like assume that you have all the facts. Mm. They just bought the car from a auction or something or from someone who was selling a used car. They don't know why the seat isn't yeah. reclining. All you have to do to pocket this big wad of cash is say, yeah, there was a, a bolt that I unstuck or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Bob's your uncle. You're, you've got a pocket full of cash. You don't keep it in that scenario, but you're the person who buys the car from a used, who buys a used car. You get handed a wad of cash by your mechanic and you do keep it. Oh, yeah. To both of those. I, I wouldn't keep the original. I also think I would find some joy and I would, let's be honest, I'd probably drag it out a little bit. I would find some joy in telling the customer what the problem is. I think that's not like I, I would feel terrible. I mean, any I mean, I believe again, this is after these messages. So we can't go through an episode without mentioning Mr. Show at least once. But, you know, I don't want to be a car change thief, <laughs> you know, like any you don't people are giving you their property and there's a trust yeah. that you're not taking things out of their car that is a value, whether they know it's there or not i would feel bad taking that money i would feel paranoid taking that money maybe it's a trap like i just i would feel terrible about it i would get a kick and and this would be the price that this customer would have to pay is i would probably spoof him a little bit i would say hey listen why don't you sit down for a second i'll tell you what's going on with your car right really drag it out people people come in here all the time you you really hope that it's not i understand you're hoping it's not going to be an expensive fix the good news is we were able to fix it and the better news is here's a huge wad of cash that i found in your car like that would be so fun that would be pretty fun and i guess there's an argument to be made that once you've purchased the car and all effects therein 
that money is yours. Whether that's your car, that's your car, and it's, that's your money. Whoever left that money in there, it's your money now. Now, do you think there is any moral obligation as the car owner? Do you think that some people? No, I can would barely say, bring myself to give it back as the mechanic. <laughs> I'm definitely not giving it back to the person that I bought it from. Yeah. I mean, that to me really depends on who I bought it from. If I bought it from yeah. somebody who's Was it a police like, auction? I think in this case it was something like that oh, where it was like. Oh, okay. Oh, then certainly not. Probably yeah. Like yeah, I mean, it's a big wad of cash. But if it's like an older person who's like, well, as we say in the United States, a pensioner. <laughs> Call back to, was that last week or a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? If you bought this car from, from an elderly woman sure. who's like living on a fixed income. Um, and it's a envelope full of money because you know some older people don't put their money in banks or whatever. Like, yeah, I would give it back even yeah. if it was my car. Boy, that would suck though. That's <laughs> that's my worst nightmare is that one of these days I am going to find a big thing of cash, but I'm going to have to give it back right. morally. Right. Do you know that I've had this conversation? I'm sorry. I, we should talk about commercials. But even my scenario of finding a bag of money in a parking lot, I've talked about that on TBTL and other places, and people get at me. They're like, no, that's not your money. You have to return that to – you should either alert the authorities or um, like the day that I walk into a police office. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to trust those yeah, I will not be handing like, it over to the cops. Like I'm going to trust those uh, there, there, If I can, if I know with some certainty whose money it is, I'll consider it. Yeah, I'm not handing it over randomly to the cops. Like, good luck finding the owner of this or not. Yeah, and some people have said, well, then you take it to the the customer service area of the store. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Anyway. Okay, what's up next, commercial-wise? Um, all right, there's two. So Toyota Toyota Service Centers is has done a, a sort of a mini campaign here, kind of based around the same idea each time, which is that you wouldn't trust, you know, system X in your home to a non-expert, right? You wouldn't let just like any carpenter or any electrician um, do a repair in your home. So why would you trust your car to some random mechanic mm -hmm. right you want to take it to the the dealership service center you know obviously they want you to take it to the dealership so we start we'll start with this one we have a uh, a couple in a nice looking home um, they're in their living room and they're talking to uh their electrician that they've hired i guess somewhat randomly and he's <laughs> explaining how he re how he quote rewired their whole home and then you're gonna hear some like some zapping sounds and that is the overhead light uh, that's part of the ceiling fan, just like shooting lightning at their furniture. <laughs> yeah. I rewired everything. With what? I don't know, just some stuff. It'll work fine. <laughs> just right would be better than fine, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. That's why Toyota Service Center technicians use genuine Toyota parts. They're designed specifically for your Toyota to work just right. Sounds really good. <laughs> Toyota service centers. At the end, the electrician is, um, he's got the garden hose inside and he's shooting it at the fire and he's Which saying, is always a bad idea with an electrical fire. Yeah, exactly. By the way, that woman, that Toyota woman yeah. who's dressed in she's red. The, she's the Toyota woman. Yeah, like she's got a name. In fact, is it listed in here? Yeah, Jan. Did right. you know that the Toyota woman had a name, Jan? I did. Now that you say that, that sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. She's the, she's uh, the... She's Jan is to Toyota as Lily is to uh, AT and T. Exactly right. Which is which flow is to progressive, but it's just funny how all like these, all these brunettes getting so much work. And I feel like the name recognition there is is th those are three very different tiers, right? Yeah. Everybody knows flow. Everyone knows. Some flow. people know Lily. 
I guess some people. Do you think maybe Lily and Jan are on the same level? Or no, we're just Lily's watching? Yeah. Lily greater than Jan. <laughs> Sorry, Jan. <laughs> Jan's doing fine. Jan's all right. Jan's getting work. Does Jan open up her closet and it's just all the same outfit? Black pants, red, the red shirt. Sweater. Yeah, red yeah. sweater, white shirt, I guess. Yeah. She's really Papa Smurfing it. Um, so, there, so I like that one. I love the, re- the electrician's re- response. I don't know, just some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like he has like kind of strong like brother-in-law energy yeah, or something. Big yeah, big time. Um, but this next one I found even funnier, and I discovered it kind of after I'd already found this electrician one. We have a guy, uh, we start with him in the Toyota dealership, uh, kind of asking Jan uh, why he should bother using the Toyota Center instead of just a, some other mechanic. Is this still Jan? Jan is sitting in this one. And is that I, not I, Jan? I don't know. I'm legi- I didn't think so. I was going to mention, oh, it's not Jan this time, but um, I'm, I'm a little bit That's face Jan. blind. That's Jan? Yeah. Okay. Her, Hi, hair, Jan. her hair's a little different. Okay. Um, but he's talking to Jan. She's saying you should, would you just hire any random carpenter? Mm-hmm. And then we cut to him imagining what it would be like if he hired a random carpenter. Um, and in this one, the carpenter is on an, on the other side of a wall from this guy in his kitchen and the carpenter's firing nails through the wall mm. because he doesn't realize that his nail gun is working and he keeps trying to like get his nail gun to work. Meanwhile, Nails are shooting all over this guy's kitchen. Are they Nerf nails? They are not. They're regular metal nails. <laughs> Sadly, the answer is what? not no. <laughs> yes. Okay, so why use Toyota service centers? Well, you wouldn't use just any carpenter, would you? Is this thing working? Oh, jeez, this is violent. Oh, I'm never getting out of here. <laughs> He's cowering behind his counter as nails just right. like fly through his kitchen. That's so yeah, okay. So that's those are shooting though, those are right? shooting through a wall. Yeah. But yeah, that seemed that is incredibly violent. That yeah. scared me. It could really be scary. So I like these I like this uh the series from Toyota. God, I wanna find a nail gun in a parking lot. Um, what's up next? This is one from Kayak, and I do not love this Car, one. right? Kayak car service? No, they're like a travel website. Oh, like right, Expedia. right. I knew that. Okay, yeah. Um and Kayak has a whole series based around this like uh, time to get you need to get away because of something that happened like you got embarrassed or you Mm. you are having a bad day or whatever and usually the reasons that you need to get away are it feels like disproportionate like your need to get away is disproportionate to how bad this situation is and this is like especially that so all of this is is this guy uh, who wants to get away who wants to use kayak to get away is watching a plumber in his home fix a leaky sink and the noise from the plumber is so distracting and upsetting to him that he's like, I have to take a vacation. It's like, you can't leave the house with the plumber there, dude. Like no. the the plumbing situation is definitely going to be resolved by the time you get to go on this vacation. Like, yeah. that's why I don't, I mean, I know it's silly and it's just a joke, but like there are so many reasons that people need to take vacations, right? Like, but I think they would be better off showing something that's cumulative mm-hmm. or that we can actually relate to. Because you show somebody you know, in, a, in, a, in a cubicle farm yes. workplace and the person in the next cubicle is like bouncing a ball Yes, constantly. it happens every day. Need to get away. Yes, yeah. I do. I was in a conference room yesterday and 
the uh, the fluorescent light above my head was going zit zit oh zit, zit, god zit, and turning and flickering you got joe versus the volcano and i was honestly joe versus the volcano <laughs> i was having a i was getting twitchy i finally just got up and turned off the overhead lights and i was like everyone's gonna have to work in semi-darkness wait you 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 just took that upon yourself were you the like there was another there's another light along the walls like in the wall sconces in that conference room and I could not be in that room with that. Well, wait, is a conference going on? Is a meeting going on? And I mean, I was prepared. I was there? my meeting, so I was prepping the room. Okay, so you are kind of in a lead role in yeah. there. Okay. I thought you just like stood up and said. I would have. It was awful. <laughs> but at least you were the one leading the meeting. Yeah, and it's I was alone in there. And I was sitting underneath this thing just flickering and flickering. Mm-hmm. And, zzz, zzz, and it was just like, how, like, how am I the, because I'm not the first person to even use that meeting room that day. Yeah. Like, how am I, how did anyone live through this? Have you thought about pushing that? Like, maybe next time, like, just saying, I'm going to turn off all the lights and light some candles. <laughs> just get, get it real sexy. <laughs> yeah. I want, like, what's, like, a business sexy? <laughs> Not, I didn't even, I, I didn't even mean, I, of course, I guess it is kind of sexy, but I didn't even mean it in a romantic way, but just sort of like a, just like kind of a, like a Todd Glass, just like, we got to get the lighting right in here kind <laughs> of way. Um, I will, I should mention, too, oh, wait, we haven't even heard this yeah. commercial yet, have we? Okay, yeah. let, me, let me hit play on this. Need a change of scenery? Kayak searches hundreds of travel and hotel sites, so you can be confident you're getting the perfect hotel at the best price. Soak it in. Kayak. So now he's in a pool uh, with a fountain. Yeah, and there's some, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of an echo of an image. When you see the per- the plumber who's underneath the sink, that person is laying on their back. You don't see their head. You see their head, their, their legs sticking out from under the sink. But then that is kind of juxtaposed with uh, the fellow who apparently is the homeowner in this case, who's now in that same position, but on a raft in a pool floating yeah. away, which not floating away, but just floating. Um yeah, I'm with you though. That seems like a uh, that that seems like a what you're you're escaping that moment. You just went on vacation that afternoon. Yeah, what? like I just wish they would pick more relatable examples mm-hmm. because the the experience of a plumber, for one thing, when a when a, when you have a service person actually like out there doing their thing, like fixing something for yeah. you, it's actually I think for me it's a moment of huge relief. Yeah, exactly. like yes, you are gonna have a bill at the end of it, and that sucks, but like. The thing that's been whatever it is, like I remember when we had to have an electrician come out to um, deal with like these these sockets that weren't working mm-hmm. in the downstairs, and like just getting the person in here and like having an answer and having that be fixed was like such a huge relief. It was I didn't experience that as like a oh I got to get away from here. And also you got to be there in case they need some vice grips or anything yeah, from the garage, exactly. a tape measure maybe. Right. Yeah. Comment on their steel-toed boots. <laughs> exactly. It's good because if you drop something. Nothing uh, makes me feel dumb. Like when we have our electrician come over and he's, yeah. he's a knowledgeable guy, but like all people who are knowledgeable about something, he just doesn't have the context for how little we know. Yeah. And so just doesn't, is like he I, to explain it to us in ways that we would understand. He'd have to like dumb it. We'd have to be like Michael Scott. Like explain it to me like I'm a three year old. And I kind of do ask him to do that, and he'll explain it. But then I keep I, every time I think I understand it, I get confused. Again. Yeah, well, we're just which is probably good for <laughs> somebody like that. Like he doesn't want us to know too much because then we don't need him anymore. I don't think that's gonna be the. <laughs> that's issue. not what Colby's doing. That's not what Colby's. He's not doing. playing a long game. No, I don't think Colby is like trying to like uh, like outsmart us here. No, Colby's the best. Colby's the best. Um, 
All right. So this next one is for BetterHelp, which is, um, as you probably know, for uh, finding a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and online therapy, right? Online therapy, yeah. yeah. And I think this is such a great ad. They, it's, it's, it's such a great way of illustrating what mental health uh, is and what it, what it means to to seek help for mental health. Like, and often you'll hear like if you had a broke, you know, sometimes you'll hear about mental health like, oh, well, if you had a broken leg, you'd go to a doctor. Like, your mental health is the same way. You'd like go see a doctor. Mm-hmm. But this one kind of changes that metaphor to. Um, if your home was having electricity issues, would you would you just like tell your like listen to the things that these so they're these two women and it's not clear what their relationship is. I I, I want to say uh, domestic partners, but maybe they're friends or roommates or something. Um, but they clearly live in this home together, and their electricity situation is getting worse and worse. The lights are flickering, and then they go out, and then one of them like has something heavy fall on her because she can't see where she's going, and throughout all of these increasingly dire electrical problems one of them is saying hey maybe we should call a professional and the other one's kind of putting her off like mm. no you know it'll get better on its own or i think we can handle it do you think we should call an electrician eh, it's not that bad we can probably figure it out ourselves i don't know it's getting really bad does it really bother you that much mm. I'm sure it's just a phase. We can think about it some more. Sometimes you just need some help. So if you need therapy, find a licensed therapist at BetterHelp.com. Yeah, that's a great analogy, man. Right? That is a powerful, powerful sell there. I think it's a great sell, and I think the things that they say in response to what they obviously need, like it's so obvious that you need a professional in this context it's really good to see that uh, and to like mentally transpose that onto yeah for mental health. Definitely, that's care. really powerful. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about one that I really hate. Oh, good. I mean, I just this one I think probably has I. It was uh it was findable weirdly. It's like it hasn't been pulled down by Kohler, uh, which is the they make faucets and stuff. So you you were searching this one out today. You remember this from whenever it aired? I forget how I stumbled upon it. I mean, I was doing a lot of searches for like plumber and stuff. But it's pretty offensive, um, and I'm just sort of surprised because a lot of a lot of places, a lot of companies, I think, will pull down ads that yeah. have not stood the test of time. And this is not that long ago; it's probably like ten years old. Um, and so, I'm just a little surprised that it's even up as much as it is. Okay. Um, and I didn't find this on like the official Kohler website, but I confirmed that it was a real ad. In other words, it mm-hmm. wasn't just some joke ad or a spec ad or anything like that. Like I've found places where people commented on it on their blogs and things as like I saw this on TV and it was really offensive yeah and if this is going to be sexualized that's often where you see things that are just like joke commercials like you know yeah this was banned in your 50 commercials that were banned in Europe for being too sexy right and this isn't like that it's just I think it's just a bad concept so the premise here is we have um, Joe Schmo leaving his townhouse and as he's walking out he sees a plumber truck uh, pulled up to their house or to their to their block mm-hmm. of townhouses and a very sexy lady plumber is like and she's not to be clear she's not dressed like as a sexy plumber she's just a very attractive mm-hmm. woman who happens to be a plumber who's heading into their block of townhomes would you call her a hottie boom body uh, he would i'm sure okay this Jimo. one would okay um so he runs back into his home and immediately starts flushing like 
all manner of nonsense down his toilet trying to plug it up. Oh, so yeah. So the, the plumber, who is obviously there for someone else's house call, yeah. will, I guess, come over and do a do a pro bono quickie? I don't well, that's know. That's not how it works. That's not even how that works. Um, so he's dispatchers. I'm telling you the whole thing because there's. I don't think there's any uh, voiceover in this. But he, he flushes just like insane things like house plants and toys mm-hmm. and underwear and everything. And he's pouring dog chow down the toilet. And each time it flushes, no problem uh, because Kohler's so great. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a commercial for Kohler, yeah. you said. So I'm assuming it's like you can't bust this no you matter how much you try. You can't bust this so much you try. And then his, yeah. then his like severe looking wife catches him. Uh, and she's not even half as fuckable as the plumber. <laughs> Wait, hold on. She's not even half as. So you're you're saying that she's dowdy or she's or you're saying she's also an attractive person. She's less than half as fuckable as the plumber. Okay, I see. So, in other words, she is not sexy. She is not sexy. Okay, gotcha. She's a perfectly attractive woman, but she's not presented as sexy. She's just a wife. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I interrupted you three times. Let's just hit play on this thing. We're seeing the um, plumber get out of her van here. Oh, they make eye contact. So he rushes back upstairs now. Flushing rags. Candles, underwear, plants, toys, or shampoo bottles. Now his wife sees him, and he's pouring dog chow down their toilet. Lady, divorce this idiot. Yeah, of course divorce. And she seemed pretty. I don't know why he had to say that his wife wasn't I wasn't saying it. I'm saying the commercial is telling us that. Oh, I see. Okay, because I thought you were being kind of sexist there, honestly, Genevieve. No, I was making a point, the point that the commercial wants us to make, which is that uh, he's like so turned on by this hot plumber. Yeah, right. And yeah, what does he think is going to happen here? What's his end game? He just yeah, wants to be around game, it. what's your you idiot? Yeah. Um, really, all right. It's just really loathsome. We have one more to go here. Okay, this one is very long. I don't know what context this was ever aired in. It's um, two minutes long, but I really want to encourage you to stay with it. Mm-hmm. This is so funny. The premise here, this is probably a little bit off of my uh, sort of general theme because it's not about house calls exactly, but it's with Clay Matthews. Uh, oh, uh, former Green Bay, Green Packer. Bay Packer or or current Green Bay Packer. No, he's got to be retired. I, by now. I don't know. But I know this would be Clay Matthews Jr., I assume, because his dad played for the Browns in the 80s. We yeah. should just acknowledge that. OK, yeah, I don't know. Clay, Clay Matthews, the third, I think, is his actual. Oh, name. is it the third? Yeah, actually, you know what? I think you're right about that. Uh, is Clay Matthews retired? I want to say yes. But it anyway, he's a former American linebacker. There you so go. I think yep. he is, has been retired. I mean, he's he got he's been if he's not retired. That dude has been playing a long time. Yeah, okay. Um, in this one, he is sort of playing. He's Clay Matthews, the football player, but he's also, he, as he tells you, a handyman in his spare time, and he's in, like, a workshop, like you would see for, like, a, a YouTube series about, like, how to do home repair stuff, mm-hmm. and he's got a hilarious... Uh, fake mustache glued okay, yeah. on. As if you know Clay Matthews at all, you know that he has long blonde hair, but that seems to be pulled back. It's all pulled back, and he's wearing a flannel shirt, and he's got this hilarious blonde fake mustache on. And the premise of this ad is that every home repair he tells you what to do can be solved with the application of a fathead. Do you remember what these fathead posters are? They're like these giant, or in many cases, as he's about to tell you, uh, differently sized, um, 
like stick on posters of like sports people. In, I like, only know about that because of this show. Yeah, we we did. We, they had another great commercial that we talked about where like the two houses are having like a yeah, war. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what the like a, plot like a, of that one is, but a kid is embarrassed by his dad in their rumpus room. Or yes, something. because his dad isn't as good at assembling a fathead team as okay, his neighbor. Okay, gotcha. The, yeah. the, we did it for the press show. The um, uh, say yes to the press show where somebody had a. a press conference in their basement oh. to show off their lineup of fathead players. Right, yeah. Um, and it's better than the neighbor's lineup. Okay, yeah. Um, so I think fathead has a great marketing uh, instinct here. Yeah. So he's in this workshop. He looks like, so he looks just pitch perfect, hilarious. And for two minutes, he goes through all of these repairs. And in every case, he tells you why the repair can be made with a fathead poster. Hi, I'm Clay Matthews. NFL megastar. And when I'm not busy destroying offenses, I'm fixing actual fences. That's right. <laughs> I'm also the most trusted handyman in the greater Green Bay metro area. With a little elbow grease and some Clay Matthews fatheads, we can tackle huh, all of your home repair problems. <laughs> Got a hole in your wall? Hey, probably just plaster it up, right? No, you're wrong. Throw up a real big fathead and move on with your life. Maybe you got a small hole. Anything could be living in there. Seal it up forever with a fathead junior. Tired of that unsightly old countertop? No, I... Act- That's an easy fix. <laughs> Just hold up a fathead big head at all times and never move from that position again. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. Leaky faucet, fathead mural. Problem solved. No! Wait. Now you gotta be asking yourself, Clay, do you have any formal carpentry training? No, I do not. But I'm Clay Matthews, and I'm gonna need you to trust me. <laughs> Wanna install that new home gym and get super ripped? Toss a custom fathead in there and set more realistic goals for yourself. <laughs> House not insulated properly? Put up a fathead mural of a warm and desirable location. Now it's summertime. In your mind. Cable's out. Replace it with a fathead junior. Now you've got over 600 channels of Clay Matthews. Plus we're gonna throw an on-demand. Tiny Clay Matthews, anytime you wanna look at him. Got a stubborn carpet stain? Here's an old trick. Grab some club soda, a sea sponge, a fathead standout, and uh, I'm sorry, I forgot where I was going with that, but look at that standout. So lifelike. Need new locks on your doors? You shouldn't. Locks are for people who don't have a custom fathead handy. They deter burglars, cat burglars, burglar cats. The list goes on. Remember, there's no I in home maintenance. And if there is, we can remove it for you. Go to fathead.com today and put together a championship defense for your home. They had to find Find a word with an I in it in order to make that joke I love it. He's really good. And that honestly rewards rewatching. I don't know if you caught this, but he said, it deters burglars, cat burglars, burglar cats. And when he says burglar cats, (laughs) there's like someone in like a cat uh, costume. Who's breaking in. He was also, we started to see him in some of the um, Aaron Rodgers insurance commercials, right? Yes. Wasn't there one where somebody's window or windshield is broken or something? Yeah, he's always, he's He's, sort of the Gronkowski uh, analog for the Packers. Yeah. I actually, and I like Rob Gronkowski, Clay Matthews is a talented performer. Yeah, definitely. Um, He really, he really has a good instinct for being in front of the camera. I, I love watching him act, actually. I think he should do more stuff. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Can we get right into this um, Sonic ID story? Because I have I have not checked this out myself yet. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So this is from listener Brian, and I love this, Brian. This is, like, right up our alley. Um, this is about the Farmer's Insurance uh, Sonic brand, which I had never really 
sort of, you know, become cognizant of uh, or been conscious of. We are farmers, that one? Not that one. They actually have a little bell or or like kind of a ding, a, a big big bong sound mm-hmm. that they that they use you'll recognize when you hear it i really wish you'd said a big dong sound a big but, dong sound mm-hmm. um and similar to taco bell which we've obviously talked a lot about their their bong sound mm-hmm. um, brian says i'm never sure if i'm seeing a farmer's insurance or taco bell ad the sonic branding of the bell sounds are so close to each other maybe a half step difference in pitch but the difference would only be noticeable when played one after the other well that's something we can do so let's start with this farmer's insurance. It's not really important, although I will say it kind of struck close to home because uh, the, what the plot is, because it's about a little boy who's doing a big piano recital in front of a bunch of people, and he just never plays a note. And mm-hmm. at some point, um, uh, the farmer's guy, J.K. Simmons, says, like, you know, it's you get ins- great insurance rates if you just don't do anything, basically, if you like don't have a mm-hmm. problem. And as someone who once uh, did not play a note of her... Uh, piano recital. I did not get the standing ovation that this kid gets. I thought you did play a couple of notes and then quit. Well, all right, I did play a couple of notes <laughs> and then quit. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe if I'd really gone for it and just yeah. sat. Maybe if I just sat there quietly and then, because aren't there some? There's some experimental, like highly avant-garde, quote unquote, composition that um is it philip glass maybe it's philip glass it's just a certain amount of silence i think it's philip glass and i should have just done i mean i wish i'd known enough to be like and that was philip glass's composition number whatever let me see am i right about that philip glass silence i think i am and it looks like i have it here i'm gonna play it (laughs) you see uh, you got uh, i was wondering how long i could go with that anyway i think it's philip glass um, well, okay. I wish I'd had that in my back pocket, um, <laughs> so this, but I didn't. Yeah, well, you mean when you were a kid? When I was in this a kid, situation. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's um here is but but the it's going to start commercial. with the with the important sound. Oh, okay. It's right at the beginning. That that's good. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. I know that very, and you know that from like the hall of the hall of insurance yes, or whatever. You want me to keep going on this thing? Of, hall of claims. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going on this thing? You Just, know, I just told you what it is. If you want to see it, it's sure. fine. Little kid sits down, puts his hand on the keys. What's going on? It's a farmer's policy perk. Get farmers and you could save money by doing nothing. Just be claim free on your home insurance for three years. That's really something. Get a whole lot of something with farmer's policy perks. Bravo! That's our son! <laughs> then the kid bows. Okay, but the important thing there is the bong, the bong. sound, right? Yeah. Did okay. You, did you did you capture it? Which I also Look isolated you, you here because I thought genius. we might want to go back and forth. Okay, so there's that sound. Okay. And the question is how different from the Taco Bell sound? This and is I the did Taco find, Bell sound. I found a somebody had isolated the Taco Bell sound. Okay, so let's listen to this. Pretty wow, different. it's do you think it's very different? Well, I mean, it's I mean, a bell. It's a bell. Like, yes, it's pretty different in the sense of like I'm, you know, laser focused on these two yeah. sounds. One of them is one of them is deeper, and one yeah. of them is also more. I don't know how clangy, for lack of a better word. I think that the farmers is more clangy. Yeah, this one is the Taco Bell one is kind of richer. I yes. Think. Um, I wonder if that's the, that says that somebody. You know, let me just say something here. Vegas. Are you are you doubting the authenticity of Taco Bell sound effect presented by Sir Sound Effect the Third? Somebody on YouTube who goes by Sir Sound Effect. His the name third, is Sir Sound Effect the, the Third. third. 
like Clay's What nephews. could be more unimpeachable as a source? Here's the deal, Veeves. I actually think that this is a sound effect site where they are recreating it. <gasps> All right, go find so this I a real one. So I do want to find uh, the real one here. So wh- how would I? Uh, Taco Try base- Bell. Taco Bell softball or something. Yeah, okay. Um, or what about beach commercial, sure. right? Aren't the two people like, isn't that the first one where they're out on the beach? Sure. Oh, this is the one in the subway, but it, that's the same campaign. We've got these two cosplay nerds. Did you? That's a high. That's different than the one we heard in that sound effect CD. Sorry, sir. Sound effect the third. Hold on. I want to record this one too. Right. Sorry, I don't want to. Um... No, no. I think belaboring it is <laughs> where we need to be. Okay, so now they don't let it ring out there. The no, way they don't. That's it does a little bit other, some other ones. tough. I don't know if there's a better version of that somewhere. I also recorded that way too hot, so it's probably gonna be distorted here. Let's give this a shot. All right, so we've heard that one now. Now let's go back to the other one. This is farmers. Oh, even more different, I would say. Now I know there's a lot of background noise on that, but the. I will say that this one they the, is closer to clanginess. This one, as opposed to Sir Sound Effect, the third. Yeah. Um, and so I understand who is this? Mike? Is that who wrote in on this thing? Uh, uh, Brian. Brian. Yeah. So um, anyway, this is fun. I just want to keep doing it. Farmers. Farmers. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. And again, it doesn't ring out, but a um, little bit different. But yeah, I mean, they're both bells. They're both for bells. Sure. Yeah. I, I like- wonder why farmers started using a bell. Taco Bell. Obvious. Obvious. Yeah. I get it. I don't know. Because they have taco in their name. <laughs> but... And if you smash a bell, it looks like a taco. <laughs> right. Exactly. Obvious. Obviously. I don't know. I don't know. There must be some logic to it. We farmers. also got a note here from Phyllis. This is our Phyllis. This is, is, our, this, this is, is this, our Phyllis. That's right. Is this the parent of the famous Gus who's been a guest on the show before? Indeed Actually, it is. Phyllis has been a guest on yeah. the show as well with Gus. Um, so uh, what did Phyllis have to say? Because I haven't checked this out well, yet. Well, this is interesting. I'm really excited to get into this. Um, Phyllis had a friend um, who was uh, visiting her family in Florida. Uh, so she, the friend is, I assume, from here and mm-hmm. was in Florida and saw an ad. So this, this is the friend talking. So I just saw this ad during The Price is Right. Tell me again how the right isn't planning a revolution. Like, what is this even an ad for? The car is a metaphor. And what this is an ad for, ostensibly, is something called Car Shield, which Car Shield is like an ex- a way to extend your warranty, basically, on your okay. car. It's a, it's a form of insurance where um, all the things that you get cheaper when your car is under warranty, um, like repairs and stuff, the Car Shield just extends that. Mm-hmm. This commercial is bonkers. And I, I really think Phyllis's friend is right, that there's something else, there's a subtext here that I am too liberal or something to fully like get to fully like hear the dog whistle of Hmm? i know it's so strange so we have it's just it's one of those sort of cheapo commercials for these kinds of services you know it's like the kind of it's it looks like the same kind of ad you would have for like um term life insurance Mm -hmm. or something of a woman white woman with blonde hair wearing a a red blouse she looks like like it also ran for like a fox news i was gonna say that like i I don't even know this commercial yet but if you're making some argument about like hidden meanings and dog whistles she definitely seems like kind of fox newsy or in that vein in that vein she's styled like a fox news presenter um 
she's standing in front of a white background and she's telling you about Karshla, but she begins with a quote from Thomas Paine, um, the sort of, um, he was like a thinker who wrote Common Sense and like influenced a lot of, um, you know, uh, revolutionary era founding framers, all that kind of stuff, that era, the 18th century. Um, and she quotes Thomas Paine and then uses that as the jumping off point to talk about why you've got to get this extended warranty. Okay, I got to hear this. Take a listen. If you're afraid to offend, you can't be honest. That's Thomas Paine, a leader in the American Revolution. CarShield, America's most trusted auto protection company, spells out what's protected in coverage plans for your vehicle. If your vehicle is out of warranty, all you have to do is call before your car breaks down. CarShield preserves your right to save on preserves repairs or replacements right for save. major parts and systems while protecting your freedom to choose your mechanic your or dealer freedom. for one affordable pay-as-you-go rate, a rate that will never go up. The future of this country rests on the people. Wow. The future of your car should rest with CarShield administrators. Oh, this was made to run Call during CarShield Fox News. Before it's too late. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Call now Biden and save money with your yeah. price lock guarantees. I call, call it Joe 800-424-6216. 800-424-6216. Now, it used to say on this website the last place this aired, but I think we have to pay for that Yeah, they took now. away some of the Look at the list says actors. It lists Thomas Paine. <laughs> Someone did not really understand what was happening yeah, somebody, in this commercial. Somebody didn't understand the assignment, I think. Yes, yeah, someone misread the assignment. Now, let me ask you this. Speaking <laughs> who are the actors? And the thing is, it's clickable, too. Um, well, let's I'm see if Thomas Paine in any other what commercials. Other, nope, that's the only commercial uh, that Thomas Paine appears in. Now, speaking of dog whistles, <laughs> let me ask you this. And this might be a bit of a reach here. But do you think there's any chance that Phyllis sent this as a way of sort of saying to us, like, Hey, I have other friends too, and some of them travel around the country. Sure, right, and we'll be like the guy in that, um, in that uh, constant contact commercial. We'll be like, Ooh, you, have, you other, have other friends. How many other, other friends? How many other friends do you have? Um, wow, yeah, that is that must be made to yes. air during Fox News, and I, I bet you there's a million of them that you know just I mean? that just randomly associate whatever thing they are with, like. Patriotism. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, that far different than like the sports. You need a Slurpee because your freedom depends on it. <laughs> Don't let the radical left tell you that you can't have a Slurpee. <laughs> um, uh, it's not that much different than like trying to like wedge in. Uh, sports and baseball references into a commercial that yeah. has nothing to do with sports or baseball, like when I'm listening to my Mariners games, which I know I'm with about your this. friends and family. Take, Take them, them on, on a train. train. That's one of my favorite lines. It's the very first line of a commercial for Amtrak. Or, or some sort of train service. Hit a home run with your friends and family. Take them on a train. What is the one, Viv? You've heard it with me a couple of times now. I pointed it out. It is something about Oh, how am I going to... It's an insurance commercial, isn't it? And it says... It starts like... It really... I know... Something the fundamentals of baseball and the fundamentals of insurance right. are this. But that's not even it. It's worse than they that. They keep jamming them in there. It is yeah, so, so bad. All right. One last quick note here. Um, this I don't know if this is officially an ad counselor, but boy, speaking of friends, another note from a friend here. My friend, uh, Paul. You can tell a successful podcast when all of their feedback comes from people <laughs> they know personally. Right. Exactly. This was not actually sent in for the show. It was just uh, my friend, Paul, thinking of me because... Um, 
uh, Gorbachev died today, right? Yeah. Mikhail Gorbachev. Sorry, Mikhail I blanked Gorbachev. on the name for a second. Um, and as soon it, I opened my phone in the afternoon, I had three notifications, one from the New York Times saying Gorbachev has died, one from the Washington Post saying that Gorbachev had died, and one from Pauly that just said RIP, and it was the Pizza Hut commercial <laughs> <laughs> featuring Gorbachev. So, Paul, not one to sit on the news. He likes to be uh, on the forefront of these things. And now this, we've talked about this commercial before yes. on the show a, a while ago. A long though. time, and I don't remember why we why we did it. I think maybe we were talking about public figures and ads or something like that. It is bizarre. Now, this didn't come out right when the wall fell. This came out in 1998. So quite a while after Glasnost. It was about Glass a decade Nost later. And, yeah, and yeah. it was pretty controversial. And this did not air in Russia. Right. Um, but what we see here is um, we see Mikhail Gorbachev and I believe his wife and maybe his whole family. I think it's just his granddaughter. Hopefully not his wife. It's a small child. Now I'm seeing it. Now I'm seeing it. I know you famously cannot tell what age people are, but he is a very old man, and she is a very young girl. she is about 10 years old. Okay, so they're walking through the streets. I feel like there's another adult here walking with them, but whatever. Okay, now it's just the two of them. Boy, how come nobody talks about this in the commercial? How come there's three people in this there's scene? There's just a woman behind them in the street. It's just a, oh, a passerby. Oh, yeah, she's wearing kind of a But we do see her again. Um, she she gets the last word in this ad. She's uh, just a, okay. She's just a, a... A Russian lady. A Russian lady. Okay, so Gorbachev is walking through the streets um, and going to Pizza Hut. We see him and his granddaughter or whomever entering this Or young pizza wife. <laughs> inappropriate bride enter a pizza hut and sit down in the corner meanwhile there's another big family and they are um also eating pizza hut pizza by the way what are the chances i'm getting pizza hut pizza tonight the close-ups <gasps> of this pizza are you gonna make, go get it we'd because have to go get it you know we're in yeah. a pizza hut uh yeah, i know a dead zone i know but i've been wanting pizza i would really badly i would strongly co-sign that all right we'll adventure. see what we can figure out um anyway so gorbachev walks in and this family it's all in russian we're gonna have to translate luckily i speak russian <laughs> Um, and there are these little <laughs> words at the bottom of the commercial that also kind of that you can confirm are the yeah, correct ex- translation exactly, of the original. Yeah. I might correct some of the subtitles yeah. here and there, but they usually when they say this, when they say pizza, what that actually translates to is more like cabbage soup, cabbage soup. Yes, exactly. There is a low hanging fruit for y'all. Um, OK, so anyway, this family sees Gorbachev walk in with his young bride and um, <laughs> we've. We've really besmirched this poor man's <laughs> yeah, we have. memory. And uh, they all start arguing about Gorbachev's legacy. And we'll read what they're saying. I think walking through Red Square here, going into the Pizza Hut. It's Gorbachev! I'll do the young man's part. It is Gorbachev. Because of him, we have economic confusion. Because of him, we have opportunity. Because of him, we have political instability. Because of him, we have freedom. Because of him, complete chaos, hope, political instability. Oh, this is another lady. Because of him, we have many things, like Pizza Hut. 
Then old man. Hail Gorbachev! Hail Gorbachev! They're all toasting him with pizza. Boy, we really we didn't rehearse that because we both picked our characters, and yeah. then the third person that we both were just like stunned. Well, we didn't know. We, we, didn't, did, we forgot to cast the third person. We didn't in know this, what to do. In this uh, read through, but yes, you get the gist. Like they finally agree that no matter uh, what your political persuasion, everyone loves Pizza Hut. Yes, I'm a, and I agree with that statement. Honestly, <laughs> maybe we should write a commercial for the. Uh, upcoming election season. <laughs> Should we write a commercial on spec Just, for Pizza Hut? Uh, yes. It's the one thing that brings us all together. I would love it if we could write some commercials on spec for this show. I think that'd be a fun show. It's just that... Um, you mean commercials we like, literally for this show? What? No, no, a lot for, not, not for this show. Not commercials that advertise after these messages. No, no, like we, we pick a product, we pick some combination of products or whatever, and we each have to come to the show with our spec commercial scripts. I feel like we've done that, have we've, we not? Uh, we've done other things where we like wrote things out in advance, but I don't know if we've ever done that specific. And then do we produce exercise. them? Then well, do... that would be quite a big ask. I guess so. All of it smacks of work to me. Honestly. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> you can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, hear me out. Okay. It's not anything like Pizza Hut pizza, but they do deliver. There's that place Donato's that I've been talking about lately, which turns out is a pizza place that has been bought by Red Robin. Oh, yeah, your square pizza that you like. Well, it's a round pizza, but cut into, like, oh. square and rectangle pieces. Round Apparently, pizza cut into squares. All these people are telling me now that it's called a tavern cut or a party oh, cut. Oh, yeah. okay. A party cut. I think more pizza places should do that. I feel strongly about this. All right. Well, I mean, you're in charge, so yeah, go ahead and get whatever you want if you oh, want pizza. I'm in charge. I like all of, of this. You're in charge of dinner. Okay. Uh, we should probably get out of here, though. I don't know if the listeners need to hear us talk about our pizza plans for the evening. Yeah, if you would like not. to join the fun, give us a call. 607-444-5597. You can leave a voicemail with feedback on anything, maybe a commercial that you've been seeing or missing. Maybe you want to sing us a jingle. Of, yeah, it's, uh, been a, it's been a minute since yeah, we, we did a jingle, jingle, so let's so have some jingles. Again, 607-444-5597. Or you can visit us at the Facebook group or email us at afterthesemessagesshow at gmail. And as Mikhail Gorbachev famously said, bye! Karachi Posse Zaki's poppy. Uh, red octagons couldn't stop me.